This is 358 Health, Fitness and Mindset Podcast, the show that gives you the tools to integrate the principles of a healthy lifestyle into your schedule without having to give up the things that you enjoy in your life. If you want to improve your body and your mind, then 358 is the place to be. Your host, Jack Buffery, is your personal development trainer and creator of the 358 programs. Find out more about 358 and sign up for the free seven-day challenge at www.358fitness.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 358 Health, Fitness, and Mindset podcast. My name is Jack Buffery, and I'm going to be your host today. And today is a little bit of a different episode, so it's not the standard interview procedure that I've been doing before. Instead, this is a um, it's a podcast about the burning question feature that I have in the Thrive Facebook group. Now, if you're not a part of the Thrive Facebook group, head on over to uh, facebook.com Thrive um, and 358 Thrive, I should say. And that will present you with the group where it's a bit of a community builder and we can ask questions, answer questions. I give a load of tips and tricks, hints and stuff like that. But one of the features I do on a weekly basis is the burning question where people can ask anything they want about fitness, health, lifestyle, etc. Stuff like that. Um, So that's what this episode is going to be focused on. But before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by 358 Initiation. Now, 358 Initiation is a bespoke beginner's program that I designed, and I've given it a couple of runs so far. Um, I'm not, it's not something that runs continuously because a lot of work goes into it. Now, the next start date is the 4th of January, and this is a 12-week program. So if you struggle to fit exercise into your lifestyle, if you find it hard to make the right food choices, and you struggle to make harder choices in general when it comes to a fit and healthy lifestyle, 358 initiation will help you overcome these hurdles. Now, if you're a complete beginner or just someone who is struggling to get back into a healthy lifestyle, 358 initiation is the answer for you. Basically, over the 12 weeks, you'll be progressively taken through how to integrate all of the principles of 358 into your life. It's specifically designed not to overwhelm you and starts with just five minutes of activity a day. And by the end of the 12 weeks, you'll be confidently working out three times a week. You'll be doing mobility flows, pulse raises. You'll have more energy, have all the knowledge you need to hit your goals further down the road. All you need to do is head over to www.358.com, click on the programs tab and find initiation. And again, this is perfect for beginners or people who are just struggling to commit to anything at the moment and need that kick up the butt and it's really going to get you set up to dominate 2021 so get involved with initiation today now next we're going to go over to some announcements uh, just what's happening with 358 recently and the first thing i want to bring up is to thrive challenge members so i um we've got into a lockdown again in the uk and it was a 28 day one and i thought it'd be a really good opportunity to do a little at home thrive challenge and they're doing really well the members of this challenge so uh, well done guys if you're listening to this um So I've already mentioned 358 Thrive. Um, There's 358 Thrive, which is the Facebook group, which is where the community kind of lives. Then we've got Thrive Upgrade, which is, um, again, people who are members of that group, they can upgrade their experience by getting the 358 app and having workouts that happen every, uh, we change phases every four weeks. Um, And then you've got the Thrive Challenge, which is what these members are doing now. And they're absolutely smashing their results, sticking to their workouts, sticking 
into their eating plans and getting some really great results. So again, well done with that. Um, and I just mentioned that the Thrive Upgrade group as well, they have just got a new phase of programming and the next four weeks is going to be all about burning calories and getting a little bit leaner in the run up to Christmas. Um, again, I guess that's going to be quite popular again as we head into next year as well. Um, now, the thing that Thrive Upgrade and the Thrive Challenge have in common and the re reason people get such great results from them is because of the 358 app. Now, this is an app which basically tracks all your workouts. It gives you all your workouts. You can track all your workouts through. It tells you exactly what to do. And you can also tick off your daily habits. And at the end of the week, you can see what your compliance is like. So it actually gives you an overview of how well you've been sticking to something. And when you've got that data visible in front of you, it really does help help you stick to programs and I think that is a big key to the success here. So basically all of my programs apart from Thrive Upgrade which is continuous and that has a um, enrollment at the beginning of every month, uh, there are new no enrollments now until January. Um, but I've got something quite exciting coming in January as well. So the 358 initiation is kind of for beginners and people who are struggling to get back into a health and fitness lifestyle. And then you've got Thrive Upgrade, which is a continuous kind of, it's almost a maintenance phase of uh, 358 initiation where you carry on using the principles and you just, you have the app there to keep everything tracking and to make sure you're kept accountable. Um, I've also got, the there's something new coming in the form of 358 plus now this is going to be for people who have already got quite a good background in fitness and training or have gone through 358 initiation or have done a couple of months of thrive upgrade and what 358 plus will be is just a little bit more extreme pushing the boundaries a little bit further again this is going to be only for people who have a background in exercise already but there'll be more stuff coming about that in january um and that is part of how 358 is evolving over time. There's been a lot of work been going on in the background. And to be honest, this um, this the second lockdown has been a bit of a um, a boost to that. It's really helped me kickstart a few ideas that I've been having. Um, there's a couple of questions that I get sometimes about 358. And I just want to cover them before we get into the to the group questions. So a lot of people say uh, about 358 that they ask me, sorry, are the numbers arbitrary? 358, <clears throat> and if you're not aware, so it's three goals set every day, uh, three liters of water a day, three workouts a week, five portions of protein a day, um, five pulse raises per week, five mobility flows per week, eight hours of sleep a day, 8,000 steps per day, and eight portions of fruit and veg a day. That is where the, the name 358 comes from. But are these, you know, are these principles and numbers, do they fit everybody's lifestyle? And it's um, it's a little bit of a, a strange one because although it's kind of a locked-in principle, those numbers are set, the um, you can actually tinker them to your own, uh, your own lifestyle. You can make sure that they fit into them. So, for instance, with the five portions of protein a day, the difference between if you're bulking or getting slimmer would be the fact that you'd choose either leaner cuts of meat like chicken breast with um, with no skin, or if you're bulking, you'd choose chicken thigh with the skin on. Um, and for instance, with the uh, with the fruit and veg a day, you can choose exactly how you get that in. But those eight portions a day will get all of your micronutrients in. Um, and the workouts as well, the three primary workouts per week, you can choose exactly 
you know, with um, <clears throat> if you're following a program, you'll have the workouts there in front of you. But if you're just doing your own workouts into it, you can choose whether you want to do bulking, whether you want to do hit and stuff like that. And one of the things I hope to have in place by probably the end of next year will be to have options available for every goal that people might actually want to hit. Um, something that um, other people do ask as well is what kind of workouts can people expect from 358 so currently there has been a very strong focus from me for at-home workouts because that is what people are having to do during lockdown gyms keep on opening and shutting and stuff so i've really wanted to make sure that people can get the shit done that they need to get done whilst they're at home with very minimal equipment but the other thing about this is all of these movements can be repurposed for the gym if you've got some experience with a gym and you sign up for one of the existing programs, you will recognize the movements and the names of the movements for moves that can actually be done with weights in a gym as well. Uh, so that is, you know, there is definitely some carryover there, but I will definitely be going for, um, I would definitely be releasing in the near future some fully gym-based workouts as well. Um, basically the the reason they carry over so well to all different goals is because they focus on movements and not just certain exercises so all these movement patterns are base level things that all people should know how to do and by focusing on that we get the biggest bang for our buck and the biggest return for the time we put in so what else is coming up in the workouts again i mentioned earlier on i'm going to be doing 358 plus which is going to be it's going to be home-based. Uh, there will be a gym-based portion coming later on next year, but that will be for a little bit more extreme people who really want to push the boundaries. And again, that will be coming in January as well. And for people who really want to get in shape and lean out a bit, that is going to be specifically for you guys. But again, I'm going to be um, taking applications for that, and it's only going to be open to people who do have a history of some workout as well. Um and again, gym programs, that, that's something I do, I do want to get done is, is fully um, uh, full gym workouts that involve weights um, and gym equipment and, and stuff like that. I will be releasing that next year. I'm going to do a specific bulking one at some point as well, um, which is going to be like very different from other stuff that I've done in the past. Now, at the moment, Black Friday is the day that this actual podcast is released. So it'll be Black Friday if you're listening to this on the day of release. And what I'm going to be talking about on uh, Black Friday is 358 PT, 358 Personal Training. Now, this is a fully personalized approach to 358, where you get custom workouts for your individual needs, ability, and the equipment that you have as well. So it all starts with an induction call. And from there, we create your individual baselines. So where you're at right now is where we start. And we just add to that incrementally. Um, and then we create your workouts. And within 48 hours of the induction call, you're all ready to go. And you're going to have a full online personal trainer experience that is completely bespoke to you. The workouts are going to be relevant to the equipment that you have. The goals are going to be relevant to where you're at in your life. And it's kind of similar to initiation and the fact that we will build up week by week until you're completely confident and you're hitting the goals that are very personal to you. Uh, because it's Black Friday 
and this is going to be open till midnight on 9pm on Sunday the 29th of November. I'm doing 50% off of this and it is, so it's usually $99.99 a month. At the moment it's just going to be £49.99 a month which is, it works out at less than £12.50 a week because it's done on a monthly basis. Um, so there's an absolutely phenomenal deal to get personalised tailored workouts for you guys. Uh, just again, $49.99 per month. So make sure you check that out. The links will be in the uh, show notes, but it'll be all available on www.358fitness.com and just search for the personal training. Okay, so now let's get into the burning questions from the Facebook group. Uh, the first question we have is from Oliver Allen Gauzen or Gauzen. Ollie, I've Oliver, sorry, I'm really sorry. I've um, you're a member of my challenge, but I've just realized I don't know how to pronounce your surname. So, uh, Gauzen or Gauzen, I hope it's one of them too. Please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on either of those guesses. But you've come up with a brilliant question, and that is. Let's assume we have worked our arse off, changed our mindset, lost the weight, spent six months getting toned or bulking up. What do you do then? Presumably, there is a maintenance amount of work you still need to maintain to keep the toned or bulked up with a maintenance level of calories. And this is a great question, and I'm going to start the answer off the same way I started it on the Facebook group, which is with a quote, and that is, whenever the end of a goal is in sight, set another one. Now, the problem that I see a lot of people have and a hurdle that many people trip over, Oliver, is that uh, when they think they've reached a, an ideal weight or a, an ideal fitness goal, they think that is the whole experience done and dusted. And, and as you know yourself, because I know you are still maintaining, you're still pushing on to the next thing, looking for answers. Um, it is actually a lifestyle, and I know that sounds cliche now because so many people say, oh, you know, it's, it's actually a lifestyle, it's not just a thing. So um, there is a lot of truth, and cliches become cliches for a reason, and that's because we, if you're not looking towards the next step, you're just going to stall. Um, it's like taking a trip in a car. You've got to know where you're going to get there, um, even if you do get detoured along the way. And I think... Once you start to get close to what you were striving for in the first place, it's time to kind of change your mindset and think, right, okay, so what do I want to get next? And even if that is maintenance, I mean, to be honest, if I was talking strictly um, strictly realistically here, even maintenance doesn't really exist because our body is completely adapting. So we become more efficient at the things that we can already do well. Um, so we've got to add in different variables to hit the goals that we're looking for next. So yeah, what you need to do, and the real way to answer this question is, what do you want next uh, from life? And this, this goes to obviously anyone, not just um, Oliver here. Um, and if you if you want to progress, then there are many ways to do it. And one of those is if you're using gym-based workouts, one of those is progressive overload. And there is a lot of different ways you can have progressive overload. Um, in the gym, it can be raising the intensity, which could be either raising the weight or raising the reps. Um, uh, spending more time in the gym and doing different exercises. Um, don't go too crazy with that. Obviously, like 45 minutes to an hour is plenty of time in the gym. Um, and basically just 
working off just improving what you can already do and changing up the movements is another way to progressive overload as well so if you're doing things like push-ups you could then change it to an incline push-up um uh, or a decline push-up sorry um and just find ways to make the the exercise is more difficult, more challenging, um, do more reps, do more sets, anything like that. And, and that will push you going further forward. Now, this will all have the extra benefit as well of creating extra strength and muscle. And what that's going to do when you said about the maintaining of the toned or bulked upness, if you're carrying more muscle, then you're going to increase your chances of keeping a toned physique anyway, because muscle ten tends to burn fat uh, even when at rest. So if you have muscle, your your body is naturally going to burn more fat and just have you uh, give you a much easier time of maintaining the physique that you're after. And I, I think the whole trick is if you've managed to reach a point where you're asking this question and you've reached a point where you're saying, um, okay, I've got this, what do I do next? The, the biggest thing to do is, again, ask that question, what is my next goal? But then do not take a break. Carry on with that momentum you built because if you take a few weeks off, it's going to be much harder to jump into it. Just carry on with the momentum. Keep doing what you're doing and experiment a little bit. And obviously with you, Oliver, it's, it's a bit of a different story because you've taken on the 358 Challenge, which you're doing really well at as well. So it's really good just to imagine what your base level was um take what it is now and imagine where you want it to be next and that is how you progress and carry on going forward so it is much more a mindset thing like you said than it is um than it is anything else okay so the next question uh this is from emily christophers so i have an ideal weight of what i want to lose but my question is how do i set myself realistic goals when i've never done this before how do I know what to aim for? And this is a really great question because, again, it, it almost correlates with the last question. Um, and it comes a lot down to mindset and how we look at exercise and a live, uh, healthy lifestyle. So um, it can be a complex answer mainly because, and this might just be a wording, uh, a wording difference here, but there is a difference between weight loss and fat loss. So... Weight loss could be losing anything from our bodies. I mean, if I'm being completely, um, uh, what's the word here I'm looking for? I can't remember. But yeah, you could chop off your arm and weigh less. Put it that way. Uh, literal, that's the word I was looking for. If I'm being completely literal, you could chop off your arm and weigh, weigh less. So we don't want to lose our arm. But the question we want to ask ourselves is, what do we want to lose? And the answer to that is we want to lose fat. So when we talk about weight loss, we're really, really talking about fat loss. Because, again, like the last answer to the last question, we don't want to lose any muscle because muscle helps us burn fat. So we'd actually be doing our bodies a disservice if we just done cardio and ate next to nothing all day. Um, we would see a massive rebound from that. And that is a topic I will get into um, on a later date. I won't go too deep into that now, but we want to focus on fat loss. But that, I think, is just a wording difference in the question here. Now, when it comes to fat loss, the ideal amount of fat to lose per week, um, and this has been shown time and time again, that if we lose between one to two pounds a week, we can keep up with that. That is something that is maintainable. 
Um, it's not going to be too drastic and give us swings in either our weight or our mood. Um, one to two pounds per week with consistent exercise and good eating habits is really going to help. Um, sorry, really going to help with adherence and sticking to a program without having any relapses too much. Now, I'm guessing that if you wanted to reach the ideal weight, you wouldn't actually want to go back and, you know, backtrack and put the weight on again. So I think one of the best answers to this question, uh, again, it echoes the last one, is find something to make it part of your lifestyle. And by that, I mean, find something you can do long term and then the results will come as a byproduct. Um Sure, I mean, having the initial goal of losing a bit of body fat is, is absolutely phenomenal. But what happens after that? I think if you can get into your head that you either enjoy the exercise because you enjoy the result it gives you or you enjoy the exercise because it's actually something you enjoy doing, try to get your head into that frame of mind and then the results will come naturally and you will then start to learn how your own body works because that is the process that is the most valuable where we learn how these things work, how our body reacts to certain stimulus, whether that be um, what we eat or the exercise that we do. That's when we truly get to understand what our bodies are capable of and how to progress forward. But in the short term answer, Emily, I think I'll just say to you that aim for one to two pounds of body fat. Try a load of different exercises. And again, I think you're on the um, you're on the three, five, eight upgrade program. So do the mobility flows, do the pulse raises, do the three workouts and eat your veg, eat your proteins, and you will start to see really good results from that. And as you see results, start to tinker and play with different variables, play with different things that you eat, and you'll start to see what the best route is forward for yourself. Okay, the next question, this one is from Chloe Woodward, and that is, What's worse for you when it comes to gaining weight, salt or sugar? I love them both, and many websites give different answers. Now, this is a great question, um, because the thing with salt and sugar, and fat as well, to be honest, is that they are added to a lot of foods to make them what is known as hyperpalatable, and that means hyperpalatable food is basically food that you would not find in nature that would be that tasty. So <clears throat> you've literally got fully blown scientists paid a lot of money to add salt, sugars and fats to food to make them addictive, to make them craved more and more. Um, and again, this goes to fat loss versus weight loss as well on this one. So um the, the reason I want to highlight the fat loss versus weight loss on this one is because to highlight the difference between sugar and salt here. So salt is, um, it may have been a bit over demonized in the last however many decades um, for being unhealthy. And yeah, I'm not saying go out and eat teaspoons of the stuff, but it's not quite as disadvantageous for us as people may think. But one thing it will do if you do overconsume salt, it'll actually do, there's, there's two probably negative effects i'll say negative with air quotes especially for the second point but the first point is it does make food tastier for instance imagine <coughs> eating mcdonald's fries um without them having been deep fried or without them having any salt on them at all so they just basically tasted like potato uh you probably wouldn't want to eat a large portion of that but add the fat add the salt 
yeah, you're going to want to eat it. So salt does make things tastier. <clears throat> it does make things more palatable. So we are going to want to eat more of it. So do be careful of that. But the other thing salt does, the more we eat of it, the more fluids, uh, the more water specifically our body holds onto. And all of that water that our body holds onto actually adds more weight. But this weight isn't actually fat. It is literally just water weight. So if you have an excessive salt intake, you will see a lot of water being held in your body. And this isn't just long term, this is in the short term as well. I mean, on any given day, our body can hold a pound or two extra in fluids. And some of that can be down to the amount of salt that we have as well. <clears throat> but by no means do you want to cut salt out of your diet completely because it is a very integral part of making our body function in a proper way. Um, now, let's talk about sugar. So sugar is much, much more addictive. And um, in fact, going back to the example of, I think I use this example on the Facebook group as well, but going back to the example of salted fries, um, let's say you're at a restaurant and you've just uh, you just smashed a massive burger, you're eating your fries, but you can't possibly get the last one in. And you're like, yeah, no, I, I'm going to leave these last few, few fries. But then a waiter comes over and says, would you like to see the dessert menu? And you're like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll have a look at the desserts because our body and our mind is instantly attuned to the fact that we want a bit of sugar. Now, why is this? And again, it comes back to that fact that it's hyper palatable. Um, sugar is addictive and what it does, it creates a dopamine release in our brain and dopamine is a feel-good drug. We, we love it. You know, it's, um, it makes us think that, yeah, this is good. Our brain sees dopamine as a reward. And, you know, a lot of other things do this. Drugs do this even. Um, and so does exercise, believe it or not. Uh, if you've heard of a runner's high, that is down to a dopamine release. But in terms of sugar, it's such a quick reward. Our brain sees it as such a quick reward um, that it can give us cravings. And the problem is the more we are tolerant to sweet things, the more we have to have to get that same dopamine hit, which means the more sugar we have to take to get the same feeling of um, same feeling of pleasure that we get. And the problem is because it is a reward to our brain, it can influence worse decisions. So if we continually eat sugar, we're our brain is actually going to be a disadvantage because we're going to make decisions based on how do I get a dopamine hit quick, quicker and stronger than before. And that's going to basically result in you thinking, oh, even if this is subconscious, you're going to think, oh, I need to eat more sugar. So point me to a chocolate aisle or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so it's why so many people often turn to food in times of stress and that in itself can be a self-perpetuating cycle uh, self-perpetuating cycle sorry for many people um, and what that means is if you're stressed you'll reach for a sugary treat um, but what that sugary treat will do for you in the short term is uh, give you that reward, but in the longer term, it will probably make you make worse decisions. It will make you gain some body fat that you don't want, which in turn will make you more stressed, which will then point you back towards having a sweet treat. So again, as with a lot of these questions, it's a lot of it is down to mindset. Because um, sugar is usually the culprit for extra fat. And as a society, we eat far too much. Now, there is a place for it in a diet, but prioritize proteins and fats first. Um, excess salt may add to water weight and it might make you eat more because it makes stuff more tasty, but it doesn't directly add fat. <clears throat> now, 
I'm not saying avoid sugar altogether. And, and this is where the mindset thing comes in, because food is one of the great pleasures of life. But like all things, the more we have, the more it takes for the same level of pleasure. So the mindset hack is to reteach yourself moderation. Turn to sweet, salty or heavily processed foods just once or twice a week. And not only will you feel healthier, but those treats will also taste much better because you're not as used to them as before. For instance, if you ate only savoury food for a month, then an apple would taste like the sweetest thing you've ever tasted after that month is up. It's all relative to what your taste buds and your brain is already used to. So one, yeah, one good hack, unteach yourself to be addicted to sweet things. Um, and reduce um, just reduce the... The amount of exposure your taste buds have to these things. Again, with salt though, definitely don't exclude it from your diet, but just avoid having heavily, heavily salted foods and the same thing will happen. Um, I hope that has answered all the questions well, guys. So those are the three questions from this episode. I'm thinking about doing this probably on a monthly basis, an episode like this. I hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you have any questions for yourself, just head over to Facebook, type in 358Thrive, and it should take you to the group and request to join it. And you can add your questions to the mix um, every Monday when I post it. Now, don't forget about the Black Friday personal training deal. It is only $49.99 per month, which is less than £12.50 a week, which is ridiculous when I'm saying it out loud. Um, and also leave a review and give the show a rating on iTunes because it really helps the episode reach more people. Ladies and gentlemen, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening to me ramble on. I really hope you got some value from this. Until next time, guys, live well.